Greetings EMDR friends, Cambria Evans here, the teaching and learning EMDR consultant. Here today to talk about the future. Y'all, I'm getting vaccinated on Monday. I'm very excited. Um, and I know a lot of us have been getting vaccinated. A lot of us have been feeling more hopeful about the future. And I thought it'd be a kind of a fun time to talk about um, one of my consultees recent questions, which was, um, when do I use future template or how do I understand a future template? So in the spirit of the future being hopeful, um, I thought I would kind of answer this question today with, with just my love for the brain as the framework. So we'll be talking about that today. Um, if you haven't signed up for zero disturbances free resources, I would encourage you to do that. Um, I've been making videos since May of 2020 and I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going and I'm going to keep sharing what comes up in my consultation groups uh, with my EMDR mom groups. And I'm just going to keep sharing what people want to know when they email me because I feel like it's important for the community to have access to resources on the internet when they get stuck. And we're all feeling very isolated right now. So I'm hoping this creates a sense of relationship and community for you because you're just you're doing miraculous work and I'm so grateful for you. So let's talk about the future. <laughs> oh my goodness. So the way that we think about the future is informed by a couple of things. It's informed by the present. It's informed by the past, right? So if you think about, you know, Francine Shapiro has um, done many interviews and written many articles and books and really um, just started this kind of revolutionary way of thinking about the brain and about psychotherapy. And she taught us that there is a three-pronged approach to EMDR, right? We have the past, we have the present, and we have the future, right? Three prongs. So what's important to understand about that in regards to future templates? So the original idea uh, with Francine was that you would make sure that the past prong, the past trauma channel was cleared out, right? By looking at things that were happening in the present, right? So if someone came in with like a symptom or a trigger in present day, you could go back and understand what happened before that is informing what's happening now, right? And then Francine wanted us to go ahead and use future template after past traumas have been cleared, right? and after present triggers have been reduced or there is less disturbance now in the present, okay? So in that original model, future, future template was really there to um, kind of check the work, right? To make sure that past material had been um, relearned or integrated or something else had been um, evolved into that way of thinking that allowed the person to feel calmer and clearer in the present. And thinking about the future, right? If the past informs the future, if the present informs the future, then the future template really was a way to check our work, right? It was really a way to see, did we get everything, <laughs> right? Um, and what's happened, I think, since then is really incredible. So we know that um, when the brain is thinking about something from the past, um, it's the same part of the brain that lights up when we think about the future, okay? Um, I kind of think about it like, um, the brain doesn't know the difference between if something is real or imagined, right? If, we, if we're doing resourcing in phase two, let's say, if I have an um, emotional response to a character on TV, right? Like I love, I love the president from West Wing. 
Um, and if he's like a wise figure for me using kind of Parnell, Parnell's uh, figure resources, um, doesn't matter if he's not a real person because I have an emotional experience with him, right? So if you think about the future, the future is imagined, okay? And it's imagined based in things from the past and the present. So future template can be used for resourcing or rehearsing, right? It's not just a way to check our work after we've cleared out past and present of the three prongs, right? The future can be used for all sorts of things because what happens in the future or what happens in our imagination influences what happens in real life, influences what happens or how we perceive what happens in the present, okay? Does that make sense? So there was a paper, I think it was in 2015, written by Adajong about um, a technique called the flash forward. And in this paper, he talks, and you can Google it and look it up, but in this paper, he talks about how, essentially, if we can't find any material in the past um, or the present, right, we just take the present trigger of the present symptoms and flash forward into the future template, right? This is a great technique for OCD, for phobias, things like that. Now, really, I believe that something is in the brain informing the future, and the content might be different, right? The content might have swapped, but the emotional sense of it typically, or the body sensation typically matches, right? So like an example of that is, um, I had a client who was afraid of flying. And it turns out that being in an airplane metaphorically recreated her entire childhood of feeling trapped, out of control, no one told her what was going on, right? So she didn't actually have any trauma on an airplane. And there were no memories of watching scary movies or hearing a story about a plane crash or a plane incident. It was more of just the the dynamics of being on a plane triggered childhood trauma for her from her childhood with her parents. Make sense? So I'll be curious to see what the literature tells us and research tells us about things like OCD and phobias and even though the content doesn't match up with past learning or past experiences, I do believe that because the brain is so incredible, that the brain will take the emotional experience or um, the relationship dynamic of something and transfer it into a different content area. So that's what I think is happening with OCD and phobias. Um, So anyway, flash forward is is kind of using the future template as a way to be curious about um, how to clear out targets. So we can process in any prong y'all like we can process in the past we can process in the present we can process in the future okay because all of these spaces in time are influencing each other make sense so feature template as a resource is really incredible if you think about um coaches do this for kind of performance enhancement with athletes they'll have them rehearse something in their mind to create a neural network of something going a certain way right? Similarly, we have practice drills in sports. We um, have exercises that we do to get muscle memory in certain ways. We do the same thing with EMDR, y'all. Like having someone hold tappers and actually walk through what they're nervous about. Maybe it's a flight. Maybe it's their first day of school. We're actually creating a memory of something that hasn't happened yet. We're having an emotional experience of something that hasn't happened yet in the office or, or virtually, right? So if I'm really nervous to do public speaking, let's say, right? I could hold my tappers and 
I could practice public speaking in my mirror, right, or to my husband, and I could practice doing that that way. And I could also close my eyes and imagine I'm speaking to a room of 500 people and I'm having the emotional experience of doing something without actually doing it. And I'm processing it in real time, which is, which is pretty incredible that the brain can do all of this. So the future template is, is kind of um, a creative space. It's not just there to check our work. It's not just there to make sure that we got everything from before. It's really a space to inform the present. And it's really a space to build resources. It's a space to build um, imagined experiences to help us have um, a growth mindset, to help us have confidence about things that feel scary or feel disturbing or feel hard for us, okay? So I would encourage you to think about that, right? You, you see this with your resourcing all the time. We can resource with things that have actually happened to us. Like I can go to my calm place because I've actually been to this beach in Mexico, I can also make up a calm place that I've never ever been to before and I can recreate the emotional experience and it can feel real and it can strengthen those neural pathways and that emotional experience. That's exactly what Future Template can do. So to answer my consultee's question, I don't actually think there's any wrong way to use Future Template. Now y'all, y'all know I love thinking outside the box. Um, I love asking this question, well, what's the wrong way to do something? And we get really anxious about, well, what's the right way? What's the best way? And what's the right answer? I love to flip it and say, well, what's the wrong way? Okay. What's the wrong way to use future template? Well, let's say somebody came into your office and you started in the future, right? Even though they had past trauma. Here's what's so incredible about the brain. The brain's going to take you where it needs to go. Bottom line. So no matter what prong you're in, we can always do a flow back. The brain always links to something, right? And you as the clinician know that if we're in the wrong prong, that you are always thinking with your amazing clinical reasoning skills and your incredible clinical acumen that you're going to say, let me see if I need to go forward or backward, right? I actually had a consultee say to me um, in a consultation group, I had a client who was um, processing a molest and she went into the future and got anxious about, well, what's going to happen the next time I try to have physical intimacy with somebody, right? And my consultee actually stopped this client and said, we're not going into the future now. I want you to stay here. Now, that's not wrong, okay? But what's the harm in letting the brain go to the future and play out that anxiety and play out that emotion. It's all connected. Y'all, the brain doesn't know if it's past, present, or future, right? We know this because what does the brain do? The brain is constantly linking associations. The brain doesn't care what time it is. We care about that here, right? But the brain is just like linking information together, right? And imagining things and trying to protect and trying to keep safe and trying really to like autopilot a lot of things we have to make choices about. It's trying to um, reduce the choices that we have to make, which is which is helpful, right? Which is why I respect the brain. So something to think about. Again, I want to um, I want to give you permission to feel creative with EMDR. I want to give you permission to feel like you get to experience the joy and the magic of it. I respect the protocol. I respect clinical guidelines. I respect all of that and. What I see in consultation a lot of the times is people are just nervous. They're nervous to, to do it wrong and mess it up. So I hope this gives you more creative license to think about how you might use future template. I would encourage you just to Google it, look up some articles about flash forward, look up articles about imaginal rehearsing that Francine talked about with future template as well. It's a really powerful place to be in the future.
right? A lot of possibilities exist there. So with that, I um, am so happy to connect with you again. I hope that you are feeling hopeful about your future. I hope that you have a long list of fun, joyful things that you would like to do as more possibilities open up for you. And in the meantime, stay healthy, stay safe, and I will see you next time. Take care.